Mine up. I'm coming. <laughs> Welcome to We Can't Be Friends, where having conversations with your ex is possible. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, T. Millie. And I am plain Shane. And we have a topic that is so good to talk about and let people know so they will understand that we are what? Single. Single, single awareness. Period. So why are we single? Right? Is yes. that more so to say the topic is why are we single? The topic is why are you single? Why are people single? Yeah. Why are y'all single? Why are you single? Well, I am single because you don't want to move to Cleveland. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am single because we came to a mutual understanding that at the end of the day, we are better off as friends. And I'm glad that we got to this point, to be completely honest, because with us going through what we went through and getting to where we are now, like if it wasn't for us going through that, we wouldn't be where we are, to be completely honest. Yeah. Like we would I learned a lot of boundaries in this mm-hmm. last relationship and realized that I need to respect my future and put myself first. And, you know, as I would expect my partner to do. For sure. So I feel like that's one miss when you're getting to know somebody is that you're not you're not thinking about your future because, you know, Maybe like when you guys first start talking, you're not thinking that far ahead and that's fine. But once you start getting to that level of commitment, you need to start thinking about the future and thinking about, well, where is this person going and where do I fit in that equation? And do I fit in that equation? Because if I don't, then I need to figure out my own equation. For sure. You know what I mean? So that just leads me to my first question, which is what was something that you hated compromising in a relationship? My freedom. Your freedom. So you felt like you had to give up your freedom. Mm -hmm. In what ways? I am, I, I am so good with being alone that when it comes to being in a relationship, like as much as I like that togetherness and having that companionship, that companionship, I really like my freedom to go go and come as I please. I like to be able to just do me when I do me. Like I, I'm a, I'm a sleeper. I'm take a, a napper. nap at 3 p.m. I want to take a nap when I want to take a nap. I want to be able to kill me. No, but I'm just saying like that. It's like, that independence. I, like it, it, I am truly independent. And that's why you're single. And that is why I'm single. Like for <laughs> real. Like, so you hated compromising the fact that, you know, you had to like be aware of somebody else's schedule. Yep. And they wanted to be aware of your schedule. Yep. Yeah, that is I don't a like I don't like having to give all my like to me, my partner honestly, like is probably like probably like mind blowing for me to say that I really want somebody to just numb my brain. You want them to read your mind. Right, let's read my motherfucking brain. Like you sure already know what it's about to be when it is gonna be what it is. And that's why you're single. And that is why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is why I'm you single. You need somebody to read your mind. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to read my mind. I really do. And at the end of the day, too, like, I look at myself, you probably don't call me shallow, but I'm an experience, and I just want to be an experience. And I honestly, no, but honestly, I feel like you're going to meet your match. Like, you're going to find somebody that literally, it wants, that's their love language, is to give you that attention, and they want to know every detail of your day, and, you know, they want to cater to that and work around that, you know. There are people out there that are willing. It's like, I feel like two people that are very much independent and about their business and about their future, it's hard for them to come to a compromise. It's got to be like two different kinds of people. Like it's got to be the the go-getter and then the person that likes the cheerleader. Not to say that you can't have two independent people mm-hmm. in a relationship, but there's got to be one that's more of the... More one than the other. No, I feel what right. you're saying. Yeah. No. We shall see what comes. We shall. Do you do you see yourself in a relationship in the near future? I wouldn't say in the near future. I definitely can see myself in a relationship again. I'm a rela- relationship person. I've been in long-term relationships since I was 17 years old. Three to be exact. So, and I definitely am a, de- a relationship type person, but I've also grown to appreciate this single time that I've had and the growth that I've had from it and the boundaries that I've created and I feel like when I do get in a relationship again, it's going to be magical. It's going to be like, that person has to like blow me off my feet. You know what I mean? And I just don't see that happening in the near future. Honestly, I really don't. Just because, and not to say that I'm picky or I have high expectations, 
but I'm just more aware and more keen of like my surroundings and like what I want to accept and what I don't want to accept. I know a red flag from 37 miles away. Okay. So I just honestly, you know, and maybe, maybe that'll kind of, maybe my wall is up a little bit too hard right now. So that's the answer. Like as of right now, I just don't see it happening. Okay. It would take a very strong individual. Period. I can, I can uh, attest to that. So what was your shortest relationship and why? My shortest relationship. Okay. So if we're going to go with like boyfriends, uh, my shortest relationship, I would say probably would say is, was my first relationship, which was with Terry. Our relationship, I think probably was like a year. I want to say like a year. And that yeah. was the shortest relationship a year. Mm-hmm. What's name? I don't have any um, months relationships. No, all my relationships have exceeded a year for sure. I definitely dated somebody for like six months. Yep, nope, and it didn't work out. And then what? What was the reasoning for it to be so short lived? Because me and Terry came to see that. Well, one, I was so young. He was young, and you know, when you're young, you want your whole face. So, like, I just wanted to be with everybody. So. Like, me and him even tried, like, doing a threesome and all that jazz, and that wasn't anything neither. Trying to fill like, the void. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. And it just wasn't the thing. I just, I was young. I was, like, 19. Like, come on out. And now you guys are best friends. Best, best of friends. That's my nigga. Oh, my bad. Okay, so with that being said, it, it's good for my question. It's just next. is like, what do you feel is the the time frame on when it comes to getting back into the game? Like, do you believe that, you know, to get over one is to get on another? So as far as, like, a time frame, it's hard to put a specific, like, number of, like, how many months or years or whatever. Because every circumstance is different. People heal differently. People grieve differently. It depends on how bad the breakup was and stuff like that. But for me personally, I think, you know, you have to acknowledge the fact that you just got out of a relationship. There was a reason why that went wrong. So mm-hmm. we need to address all those things, hold yourself accountable for why it went wrong, you know, reflect on what the other person did to cause it to go wrong. And I think that that just takes time to like really wrap your head around, you know, when you were in a relationship, you dedicated your life to this person. And, uh, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but every time I was with somebody, I was like thinking about the future. Right. So that's a, that's a huge step. And that's a big, like, that's a big bite to chew. Mm-hmm. So for it to end, I just feel like time is definitely necessary. And for me personally, I just definitely think I couldn't go from being in a relationship with somebody, break up with them, and then be with somebody else in two months, not even six months. When I've I was been, younger, it was definitely different. I've, I've definitely been different. Like, I've definitely done that in the past. But again, those didn't work out. Look at me now. Right. Single. Yep. What is it? Be on on. 18, 18 months. months? Yeah. Yeah, we've been single for like 18 months and I feel like this is the healthiest time period that I've ever been single because <laughs> it was just like such a growing experience. Like I, my career, like starting On the career, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was just like, finally, okay, you woke up, bitch. It's like time to focus on you and quit trying to fuck around and be in relationships when you don't even have your shit together. And now I'm getting my shit together and I feel good about myself. And now I feel like I'll be able to have something to offer to the next person. Little by little, you know, slowly but surely I'm getting there. Yep. And so it's been 18 months for me. It could be, you know, another two years, three years before I'm ready. Or it could be another six months. Who knows? True. You know, you may match on Tinder. You may swipe right. Okay. Matches up. You just never know. So... If you could go back and change something about a relationship, do you think you would still be with that person? Um, yep. And give us details. I can say, honestly, um, the relationship before you, honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that if you there wasn't any sex inside this <laughs> relationship that I was in, if... So do you feel like if the sex life was better, you guys would have been... Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. If the if the sex life was the way it was supposed Existent. to be, we were we would have still been we would still be together. So that was the only thing lacking in the relationship. Yep. 
And then it was the ultimate betrayal of once you cheated and then for you to cheat on me by having sex with somebody else when you couldn't have sex with me. Betrayal is fuck. <laughs> like, what? Other than that, when we were together, like, home life was good. Everything was good. Like, it really, really was. That was the fucked up part. Sure. Yeah. It sucks for me when it's like one of those people where like you put in so much, you put in, you put in the work, the investment, you put in the work on that one, and then to like to see where he is now, bitch, I mean, you want to just punch him in his face? Bitch. Like you wouldn't be there everywhere for me type shit. Yep. Period. And but the thing is though, he has let that be known, man. I respect that. He has let me know that if it wasn't for me, he would not be where he's at today. Period. Now, do you think that's why you're single? Is because you like fixer uppers? I'm definitely a fixer. I have, I hate to admit that it, that it is what it is, but I am. I'm a fixer. I, I find those that are broken. I, I see that diamond in the rough and it's just like, bitch, I'm going to shine you up. But I end up shining you up for the next individual. And that's so sad. Right. I never get to reap the benefit of what I've just created. But that's okay. I think that's so powerful for you to say though. And the fact that you can acknowledge that you should go into your next situation knowing that like I'm not going to be with a fixer up or I'm not oh. going to this person has to come polished and that's why I feel like I'm on I'm, I, that's why I feel that I am going to be single for a nice amount of time because at the end of the day not saying that everybody out here needs to be fixed but like a lot of motherfuckers out here need to be fixed well and you never know who you're going to bump into either. it's very true so to say a lot of a long time you just never know but again, it's that's all why about I said, running into the right person at the right time that's equipped to handle you and you're equipped to handle them. And y'all both have something. But it's, it's, the, it's the matter of like, I'm at that point in my life where I don't want to have to equip because. No, you're I'm already very, equipped. You got what But when I say equip, like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to just give it to one. I want to give it to whoever it is that I want to give it to at that present moment in time. I don't oh, so want to. You want to go through a whole phase right now. It's not even that I want to go through the whole phase. I'm. This is what I want to. This is where after that. This is where I'm going to be. I am going to be an experience, and that's what I want to be. It's an experience. Period. Okay. Are you gonna start a business? No, I'm not gonna start a business. Maybe a only <laughs> I'm not gonna start a business. <laughs> but I, I just want to be an experience. Bad baby made fifty million I, last I mean, year. I feel that I am an experience. So that's what I want to be. For real. Like that's where I'm at. That kind of like jumps into the next question that I have. So do you think you were conditioned to be single? Are you jaded from the past? Like we're always talking about, we condition people to treat us the way that they do. Uh Did you condition yourself to be single? Like, are you single now because of, you know, you've conditioned yourself. Like you don't think that you need to be with anybody. Now you just want to be the Terrell experience. And I have, like, I don't want to be with anybody. I want to be single. Like, are you trying to train yourself to be happy in your singleness? Well, I, I, I am happy in my singleness. I'm not even, tra- I shouldn't say that I'm trying to condition myself. I should say I am conditioned then. Because I am, I am happy with my singleness. Period. I am. Like, especially with me going into the fact of, you know, me opening up my own salon and then figuring out all of that and then possibly having to go to another situation and figure that all out. I don't need to have a significant other because I do know that I'm that person that when I am with someone, I put so much into that person. So therefore I wouldn't be able to put two. I wouldn't be able to do the two. And right now my salon is my baby and I'm within the first year of my salon. So trying to even have to have to dabble with all of that, it wouldn't be conducive for me, especially with me trying to make and my career rise. I feel like that's why a lot of people are singles because life, you know, when you're grinding and you're trying to build your platform, you're trying to build your future, you're trying to build your career and stuff, you don't have time to dedicate it to a relationship. And I think that's another thing people need to consider when going into a relationship. Like, do you know you're about to go through a huge life change within the next couple of years? Yeah. Is a relationship going to withstand that change? Like, you know that you're about to make a big business move in the, within the next year. Can you respect somebody's hustle? Are you grind. Gonna be, like, why would you get into a relationship knowing that you're about to go through, you know? And if you're one of those people that travels a lot. It's hard, like, when you're grinding and stuff. I think that's why a lot of people are single, and I think that's why a lot of relationships don't work out through big life transitions is because nobody was prepared for... The communication was not there. The sacrifices that have to be made to make these types of changes and things like that, like, 
some people's careers take them on a journey. Like you have to travel all the time and be gone all the time. Like, is your partner going to be able to withstand that? Not everybody can do that. So like the crazy part is I'm looking, you don't, you, excuse me, you don't, you don't really like hit a couple of my bullet points already. Like, boom, boom, boom. I was going to ask, like in your last relationship, do you feel that you took the time to reevaluate and I, de I definitely think I took the time. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we definitely did that. So I'm going to the next one. Do you feel that the dating scene has changed over the years? Oh my God. It's almost non-existent. People don't want to date. It's like <laughs> when it, when it does come time to like go and, you know, try and talk to somebody, it's a diamond in the rough nowadays because when you're talking about Tinder, when you're talking about like dating online and stuff, you're sitting here swiping right and all this bullshit trying to, you know, make a connection with somebody. And then the first thing they ask you is, are you a top or a bottom? It's like, oh, okay. So you're on here for a different right. reason. Yeah. You're not okay. here for, cause I mean, like you said, like in the earlier episodes, like, you know, Tinder is to me, Tinder is for trying to find somebody like whatever, but it ends up turning into a whole grinder situation every time. And if you allow it to <clears throat> and see, that's where the dating scene has changed for me is like, I may have allowed things to go a little further and maybe experimented or like maybe tried to like investigate further into a situation that I would now, like now, if you're giving me that type of vibe, like fuck boy energy mm -hmm. on Tinder, I'm automatically going to swipe left. Like, Oh, nope. Changed my mind. Can you do that? I mean, you can you just can, block them. Oh, okay. I was like, you can, or you can just there. tell them, like, actually, psych, I'm, I'm cool on you. <laughs> honesty is key. Upfront and honest is key for sure. Yeah, so I definitely think the dating scene has changed a lot because people are so much quicker. It's like, and that's okay. Get straight to the point. Like, I want you to get straight to the point with me. For sure. But at the same time, there's a time and a place, and just for me personally, you know, if I want to hook up, I'm gonna go to Grinder or Jack. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go to Tinder for a hookup. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to invest that much time into a profile and select and pictures and all that. Like, I don't do that on Grinder and Jack. Do you feel like it, it, it's kind of sad that that's what the dating scene has become? Like, it's no more like going out and actually seeing somebody. It's literally like finding somebody through the phone and then going from there. Well, even then, it's like, the only time that you're going to run into somebody like in the gay community is to go to the bars or go to the clubs. Like that's the only time we really run into each other is when we're in gay spaces. Uh -huh. So it's like, and is that really well, where true. you want to find somebody? Like, I don't necessarily, not to say that people in the club are all bad news, but I don't know how often you're in the club. I've already done that. Like if I, I can meet you in the club, that's fine. But how often are you here? Because I'm only here every once in a blue moon and I'm not trying to fucking, you know, you're cute or whatever, but I'm not trying to even go a step further if this is your every Saturday night. Listen, that's that's a whole like, that's, that's a why I'm super turn off because, for me. That's a super turn off for me, period. Yeah, it's just not conducive to what I'm trying to do in my life. Like, I, I like to drink, you know what I mean? But I do not like to go out and party anymore. It just is too much for me. I have my little events that I do. I go to pageants and I go to, you know, competitions and stuff like that but i'm not trying to be out here every weekend it just doesn't work and i old single me used to think that that was it like i need to be out here every weekend i'm single bitch like i need to i'm trying to find me a man but now i'm like i would rather not find a man out there in the club like ever <laughs> i can definitely i feel you 100 percent. i'm a homebody all day long so it's like look you ain't gonna find me out on the street you damn sure not gonna find me out in no bar no club. I go like during very special times. Like you may see me during a claw situation. You may see me during um, pride. You may get me in the Halloween, but fuck no, I can't. I'm I'm old. I can I can definitely say I have hit old man status when it comes down to the dating scene. And then like I hate to put it that it's an anxiety thing, but like when I'm in the space and it's so many more, it's so much more people. Like it was weird. <clears throat> um, I remember the one night we had went out, with, I had went out with Andrew and we had <laughs> went outside from the bar. We went from the bar to the outside. And when we was outside, it was cool. We were smoking a cigarette, whatever, whatever. And the next thing you know, like the volume just got so loud. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. He was like, what's wrong? I'm like, 
No, I gotta go. It's too many people here. Like, I don't know what it is, but right now my vibe is telling me that I need to go. And that's what I'm going to do. Like, Sensory overload. Yeah, it was just too much. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not liking being around a whole big ass crowd of people anymore. Like, it's just not my thing. No, unless I'm really, really feeling it. So and the next person, to... would you say it has to be like chill? and on Chill, homebody. Level? Hell yeah. Like, I'm telling you, if you want to be out in the club, bitch, bye. Like, no, it's Netflix not... and chill from here on out. Hell yeah. I'm an old ass man. Let's smoke a blunt all day. Saves money it does in my pocket. Money. Oh my God. Period. When I look back and think about how much money I spent going out all the time, I used to go out every night. See, how man, did I do that? Every night. Like, even when Where I was the in the scene, come from? I was in the scene. I was there faithfully Monday because I had to go to the Interbelt every single Monday. And it was Friday and Saturday every single time. Sunday, rest, bitch, because you had to recoup from Saturday. Right. Like, Friday, I remember, was like the 7 through 7, the Mean Bull. I always went out on Tuesdays because my favorite home bar, South Bend, they had Untwisted Tuesdays, and I used to love that. It was like a big deal. What was that? Twisted Teeth? No, Untwisted Tuesdays. So what that mean? It was just, uh, it was a show on Tuesday. It was oh. an open stage. Yeah. So I kind of asked a question similar to this in my first question. So maybe you can come up with a different answer. If not, whatever, I'll cut this out. But <laughs> what did you miss about being single when you were in a relationship? I know you said freedom, but w- were there any other things like that you like miss? Like once you got in that relationship, you're like, damn. No, because like I said, so like for me, when it comes down to that relationship situation, that's the that's the zone that I'm in. That's the you know what I'm saying. Minded. That's that's where it's at. I'm in I'm in relationship mode, and when I go to single mode, I'm in single mode. And it's not a like missing anything because I feel like when I finally come to the point of committing to a person, especially as a Sag, we don't just commit to everybody. So when it is for me to commit to somebody, that's me being okay with. All right, I'm letting all that go to be with this person. So if I make that shut down to be with you, I'm going to shut it down to be with you. That's right. Okay. At. Okay. What about yourself? For me, what did I, Oh God, I didn't, I wasn't ready for the fucking rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> what did I miss about being single? I would definitely say you compromise a lot of time in relationships. Like you, you dedicate yourself a lot of your time to that person and I'm social I had a lot of friends I have a lot of friends and it was like I had to slide and divide time to you know because I'm not the type of person that just drops my friends when I get in a relationship like I just I can't do that yeah that's me yeah see I don't do that so I'm learning though I'm doing better I think that. that what I missed the most about being single was that like me and my friends would just up and go and now, you know, if I'm in a relationship and I just up and go, then I, you know, face the chance of like upsetting the person I'm with uh-huh. because, oh, you didn't even tell me like, this is so spontaneous. This is random. And that's how I am. I'm spontaneous and random. And I will go and take a trip at four in the morning to fucking Delaware Beach because I want to see the ocean. But it's so crazy for you to be so spontaneous and random, but you can't, you really don't do things on the fly when it's uh, on the other hand. Cause I, I can say, elaborate. so like I can say when this came down to me, like saying this, get up, I need to go to the store right now because I just thought about something. I need to go to the store. Da, da, da. You will, not, you're not just about to just up and go. You don't. That just situation's be- a little more. That's that's not that doesn't that's not a good comparison because we're talking about go. You just want me to get and get up and go with the flow. Uh huh. Like that's not an adventure. That's like <laughs> oh, just get in the okay, car. So I've got be- things to do. Right. I'm a cancer. I am very the way I am, and I need a schedule. And I I need an itinerary <laughs> so that I know how we're planning our day, how things are timed out. You know when I'm gonna eat. You know, I like to eat. <laughs> like, where's lunch fit in this? <laughs> Are we getting food? Got you. Yes. <laughs> Using that, I can't. <laughs> so, if you could give old T. Millie advice in a past relationship, what would it be? Like, if you could go back and whisper in his ear. Be upfront and honest. What? Be upfront and honest. That was that would be what I would tell little Timely. Be upfront and honest. Because you were deceitful. Now that was uh, deceitful is that I would hold a lot in. I wouldn't like because 
I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. So therefore, I will just withhold and I will be the person to internalize and internalize. Don't instead do that. of, guess what? I should just let you know, like, bitch, guess what? You get on my motherfucking nerve. I don't like you right now. And guess right. what? You need to give me my space. Leave me alone. Tell them they are in the Period. 37th hour. Tell them we can't be friends. Hello. Um, I Hello. need five minutes. I need 10 feet. So that's, I can say, like, <laughs> as I've gotten older, because, like, when I was engaged at 19. What? Why? Dumb. Okay. Right. Dumb. I was engaged Period at 22. I was, I was, that was so, it was, in the crazy part of it was like, Oh, I'm engaged. It was so like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. I got a ring, this, that, and the third. It was so cute. And then when it clicked, like, ooh, bitch. You're engaged. I'm engaged. Like, this supposed to be the only dick that I'm supposed to see for the rest of my days? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 19. I just came out the fucking closet. Like, what? No. But yeah, I was not upfront and honest with him. I didn't let him know that. Then I started to resent him. And then it just turned out to, you know, I ain't cheating on him. It was just, you know, a mess. You weren't ready. I was not ready at all. I was young and dumb. And I would have, like, told him, no. And then you know what the shade is? And I feel like the only reason why he says this now is because he was bitter. When we, when we was done, he was bitter, for sure. But... He was just like, well, to be honest with you, I never I never proposed to you in the first place. I said, sir, were you not on your knees? Oh yeah. When you when you gave me this? Like, oh, this, I didn't like, even propose like, to you. Like, what? Excuse me? So don't play me. And then like when I lost my ring, did you not get, make sure I had another one ASAP, right? Exactly. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. He tried to play it. But anyway. Okay. When you're single and you're dating, do you just date one at a time? Or do you do multiple? Ooh, yeah, so that's hard because, like, when you're talking about, like, getting on the apps and Tinder and stuff like that, yeah, you're talking to several different people trying to narrow it down to the one that you want to talk to. But I feel like once I, like, hone in on one person, I normally keep it there. You know what I mean? Like, and we're not talking hookups. We're talking, like, I'm only getting to know one person. But I will say, until me and that person, you know, make some sort, sort of, like, have some sort of conversation and make things official. Uh-huh. I'm not exclusive to anybody until we've had that conversation. We're, we've been talking long enough to where I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying this vibe. Like me and you are like seeing each other a couple times a week, if not more. And it's just me and you like, do you want to be exclusive? Then when we have that conversation, but as far as sex goes, I, if I have a roster, I have a roster. <laughs> and if, if, if they're hitting me up in the middle of me and you, like getting to know each other, and it's not really given in that area, it might just happen. I'm not going to lie. Like, but also at the same time, even when somebody hits me up on like a booty call type situation, if I am like fully invested in my conversation with said person that I'm like chatting it up with. Uh-huh it does deter me from wanting to mess around because I'm like, well, what if this blossoms into something and here I am fucking around with somebody while we were getting to know each other. So I do think about it and I'm mindful of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Not me. No. Until so, said conversation is had, I will do me, period. Because at the end of the day, I have came to the realization that a man will be a man, period, point blank. A woman will be a woman, period, point blank. Until there is a conversation that is had about exclusivity, being exclusive, I'm going to I'm going to in my mind think that you are doing you, and I'm going to continue to do me until there is a conversation. Period. But what about I, when they've just like grabbed your attention, like you're really like like really digging this person, and it's like they're all you think about. You're waiting for them to text back, and then a booty call hits you up again. Until I am exclusive with said individual, any. No. Now, does that mean I'm going to entertain the booty call? That don't mean that. But at the same time, if I do, I can. And I well, will. Nobody's saying anything's wrong with it. I'm just asking. I know. I'm how, just saying. How, how like, do you move? Like, when you're, like, actively talking to somebody heavy, are you entertaining your roster? Yep. <laughs> I sure am entertaining my roster. Because guess what? <laughs> I mean, they pay for their jerseys. 
not even shit. Listen, <laughs> you know, again, and that's why I know that when it comes down to the single life, I have came to the realization that yes, I am an experience. Here he goes. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, the like that's that's where it's at for me. That like I'm just. I am. We need to. We need to this start is, promoting this. Like this you is need only fans. You need this is just for fans. This uh, is private snap. You stupid. You said that just for fans and a private snap. Um, this is like where I feel I am at in my life. I want to just be an experience, like for real. That's why I, I don't want. I don't want a relationship thing. And like again, unless somebody come and sweep me on my motherfucking feet and make me feel like I am the king. What's that, that gonna am, be though? What? What's that gonna be? What's gonna sweep you off your feet? Hell if I know, because that's 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 why I feel that with me being single as long as I, because like honestly, like it's crazy that I've been single eighteen months. Same. Like I'm not a single person. I'm normally in long term relationships. This is, but I don't want to be in a relationship. Right. So it's like that's why I'm like it's not that I'm against it or that I'm avoiding it. It's just like I'm just not looking. I just came to the realization of at the end of the day, like what is it that. I need from an individual. What is it that a person is going to bring to me that I don't do for myself already? Like, the only thing that comes to it is sex. That is the only thing that I can't do. It's like, it, it's almost it's, like we slide right into the next topic because my next question was because I think this is a big reason why people are single. This mm-hmm. is a reason why I've been single in the past. I think this is huge. So listen up. Go ahead. Do you expect things out of people that you cannot offer? I'm going to say that again. Do you expect things out of people in a relationship that you can't offer them? Like, do you expect them to give you all their time, but you can't offer them all your time? Do you expect them to travel for you, but you won't travel for them? Do you expect them to, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? No, I don't And I think that's, that. a, that's a huge thing in relationships. If you're going to get into a relationship with somebody, never expect something out of somebody that you can't offer yourself. Because I think people's expectations are really high. And especially when it comes to like certain women feeling like they need pampering and stuff. Like, what do you have to offer? People in general that, you know, go into a relationship hoping that they're going to get taken care of and spoiled and stuff. But like, what do yeah, you have see, to offer? No, it's seen it all. There's I, gotta I can be say, balance I don't go, in a relationship, and that's why I'm single because there's never been balance. And sometimes I've been the imbalance. Sometimes I've been the one that hasn't had what there is to offer, and I think that's why I'm single now, and that's why I want to continue to be single is because I want to have something to offer. So I don't want to expect anything out of the next person that I can't offer myself. Like I want to be financially stable. I want to be able to be able to give gifts to my partner. I want to be able to spoil them every once in a while, surprise them, and do things like that. Things that I, I hope they do for me, I want to be able to do that for them too. And that's where and my, my thing has always been the same that I've told that anyone that I have dated, period, is at the end of the day. I want my partner, and to me, it's like, it's not a hard, it's not, I don't ask for a lot because I don't. And it is truly, I don't ask for a lot. But when it comes down to it, I say, I want you to treat me as you want to be treated, period. So do you think that the I things you that you treat- ask and the things that you expect, you can deliver right back? Yeah, yeah. So do you think it would be fair to say, like, if a partner was willing to travel and move for you, you would be willing to travel and move for them? No. So I just think that that's kind of like, you know, you cannot offer that to somebody. You cannot offer somebody <clears throat> to relocate for them. I will not do that. Exactly. I can, so I can you, say you, that you shouldn't I will not. expect that out of anybody either, is what and, I'm saying. Oh, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Oh, I definitely. I would not expect anyone so to move from. So that's just the type from, of situations I, I'm. I wouldn't expect someone to move from their situation for me at all. Because if some anyone that has ever moved for me, guess what? That was their choice to come move with me. I've definitely had people move for me too. So it's just like I, I. And then they never left. Oh my god! I have one that moved. And still from, there. Not, <laughs> not the city, and now they're in the city wreaking havoc. <laughs> And it's all my fault. <laughs> you did that. He's all right though, and he's doing big things in the city. So good for him. <laughs> okay, this this is a good question. So, what would be your ideal partner? Well, kind of just to like piggyback off of what we were just talking about. My ideal partner has to be able to offer what I can offer. You know, we at least have to be on like the same level. And I'm not saying financially we have to make like the same salary or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but they have to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable when I get in my next relationship. I know I'm going to be comfortable and financially stable. 
So I expect you to be comfortable and financially stable. I expect you to be goal-driven. I expect you to uh, be very compassionate. Um, I really like, you know, intimacy. Like, I expect that out of the next person. Somebody that likes fucking, like, being intimate. Because there's more to intimacy than sex. Right, like, I want you to, like... A lot of people don't even know that. Just throw your arm around me at random times and just, like, hug me and stuff like that. Like, I want somebody to, like, really just, like... Yeah. Just be so in love with me that they just, you know, they want all my time and they'll give it to me if I want it. But also, no, it's not necessary. I don't know. My ideal partner is just going to be able to... We're going to be able to bounce off of each other, have honest conversations all the time, like always be honest with each other because there's nothing to hide because you already know everything going in type shit. What about you? My ideal partner, <clears throat> I mean, right now, I would love me to have a nice, beautiful Jack Harlow. Oh my God. <laughs> you would narrow it Listen down. Listen here, I will so narrow it down. If I could have one of those in my life right now, you know what? What if I he's just not may, a good person? I just may be able to, you know, let things be okay. You know, I may be able to. You I don't may even move. know Look, Jack I Harlow. may move. Oh, you would do it for <laughs> Jack Harlow. He's a piece of shit for that one. <laughs> I may just have to get up Stay and in go. The microphone. I may, I may just have to get up and go, you know? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, but no, let's keep it. First class. <laughs> I love you. You flying first class for Jack Harlow? Period. Do you see that man? Moving on. Do you see that man? That is a gorgeous man. But that's where I'm at right now. Well, it, it's so funny that you say that because my next question goes <laughs> very perfect with this. Uh-huh. For with what you just said. Uh-huh. Do you go for people out of your league? <laughs> um, I feel that, honestly, I need to start trying to go for those that are out of my league. Because me dealing with those that are considered in my league or below have not suited me to go anywhere. So honestly, like I feel that it's time for me to be that person that is looking Takes that at risk. Shoot your that shot. person. Yeah. I'm the one that need to be going for somebody that is above me. I need to go for that doctor, that lawyer, that I need to go for that where I have it because I was, you know, feeling like I shouldn't go for someone of that caliber. Where honestly not trying to toot my horn, but I am of a different breed of a different caliber. And I need to try for somebody that is there now. So the full question was, and I didn't like give the full question because we already talked about it earlier, fixer uppers. So the full question was, do you go for people out of your league, fixer uppers, or do you think you know where the bar is? So do you think you know where your bar is? Like, Yeah, I ha- I know where it is now. So you know the red flags. You don't want the fixer uppers. Mm-hmm. You know who's out of your league. Mm-hmm. I do. I-, I-, I know where I'm at now. It's taken. Is that why you're single? Years. It's taken 36 years. And yes, that is why I am single. I think that's why a lot of people are single because they go for either people out of their league or fixer-uppers. Or they I, don't know I, where the bar is. I feel like people get into a relationship and honestly, guess what? They don't even know their self yet. So and as, crazy, as crazy as it is, RuPaul say it every fucking time. If you do <laughs> not love yourself, how the fuck you gonna love somebody else? That's real shit. Like right. People be out here don't give no fucks about themselves, but they trying to be with any and everybody, but that you themselves. get with somebody else and you end up fucking up somebody else because, bitch, you mad at yourself. Like, so I think it's safe to say that people, <clears throat> you're one of two people. You're either seeking a relationship to fill a void mm-hmm. or you're seeking a relationship because you have shit to offer and you want to share it with somebody. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, and until you're at that point where you've got something to offer, and you want to share it with somebody, you're just trying to fill a void. So that's why people just need to fucking work on themselves. And that's why I'm single. Mm-hmm. Because I've been trying to fill a void for 30-some years. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I needed to fill the void within me. Like, I needed to love myself and be okay with myself. And now, when I go into my next situation, it's going to be because I have so much to offer and I just want to share it. And you know, and you got, and you know your worth. Like a lot of people, a lot of folks too, don't know they worth. Exactly. Like people be fucking with some ratchet for nothing, honey. And you is worth so much more. Like, no. I just think about a lot of females that I know that can do so much better 
but they are just clouded by the dick. It's more to a situation than the dick at the end of the day. Like your happiness, your well-being. And then folks that you get with dudes and when you got children, is that person going to be a, a good role model for your children? And parents that be going out here having all these babies and then you sending your kids to be around the next situation and the next situation, what are you showing your children? What are you teaching them? Think about that shit. Well, I do think that t- times are, are getting a little better. And I will say social media has a lot to play into that because people are, you know, finding confidence within other people on social media. And you see all these women, you know, on TikTok, they're leaving their abusive husbands and they're starting over with nothing. And they're like building their army of soldiers to help them and stuff. I feel like a lot of people are really starting to respect themselves more and realize through social media that you can do it on your own. You don't have to. You don't have to rely on somebody else. You don't have to depend on somebody else. You don't have to stay stuck in those situations. So I think the powers of social media are, you know, that's one of the the pros to social media. There's plenty of cons, but one of the pros is like, we get to see all these really strong individuals that are like really, you know, standing 10 toes on their success and everything like that. And independent started from the bottom, like, especially on TikTok and stuff. You see people come out of the woodworks that have been like building their own business. Uh-huh. From the bottom and now they're millionaires or, you know, they went viral and then created a brand, you know, like it's possible for you. And I think that if people really focus on becoming more independent and loving themselves, they'd really be able to build a platform for themselves. Which is going to maybe kind of like change what I was going to have for my next question. Like to me, it seems like being single is viewed so negatively where actually being single is like it's needed to be looked at as taking time to know you. You invested in yourself. You love like, yourself. Love you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that being single is a bad thing. So many females think like, oh my God, I'm single. I'm alone. Oh my God, what was me? But girl. I don't feel that, alone. The fact that you is single and you feeling alone, that tells you that you need to just do something else. Honey, yeah, because- if, you're, if you're feeling alone, you got bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. Because why, where's your circle? You need to build a circle. And if you don't have a circle, is, it, is that because you push people away? Or is that be- because maybe you need to work on some things and people just don't like you? You know what I mean? I can say, like, there's a lot where I feel like one thing I, I, I can appreciate and I'm so glad that took some time for you is being able to just be able to go home. And be by yourself and be be alone. I and love it. Now decompressing. It, it used to be a thing for you where you can you be like I gotta go somewhere else. I gotta go. I gotta. I was always now, on the go. I'm like it's click for him. He see like being able to go home and just be at at peace by yourself. Oh my god. Read my book. It's so good. Just do anything like. And that's one on of my. Project. That's a, that's a red flag for me now. Like a person that can't just go home and just be okay with being by themselves. Uh yeah no. So I, you would say like if. Your next person, they have to have, they have to have them time. Mm-hmm. If you don't take time to yourself, then I, you're probably not the right one for me. Yeah, I need somebody who takes time to themselves. Yep, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's all smart. That's I'm, all I'm like learning from that. Like honestly, mm-hmm. I need to see seek that because somebody. then it's gonna be like, I you gonna be all in my space and you're not even in my space. Right. Like I don't want that because I like my space. So a person that can't like. One thing that was good with you when we was dating is when we would text and not text, it was like, okay. It was never a, oh my God, what are you doing? It was just like, okay, whatever. It never. I need that. That was so good. I don't need the expectation to when be like, When you texted oh, me at all day long, 24-7, bitch, my lord. See, I really like that. Like, I've learned that. Like, I need to find somebody that respects their own time, too. Because if you don't respect your own time, you're not going to respect mine. And especially if you know my schedule. Like, okay, you know that. Okay, I'm at work. Right. From this time to this time. Don't ask me what I'm doing. I'm at right. work. <laughs> oh, why you didn't answer when your text message? I'm at work. Look, I'm I have work. a friend, and he's in a relationship, and he takes solo vacations. He just goes on vacation for a couple of days and has him time. Yeah. I'm like, I want to fucking do that. Yeah. I want to go on a vacation by myself and just yeah. like retreat. Yeah. And spoil myself. One thing that my, uh, my, uh, my uh, counselor has told me is that, especially with me being the stylist, she's like, Tori, you need to go literally take a vacation by yourself because if you don't, you're going to end up just literally 
having no more energy. You're gonna give all your energy up, you're gonna exhaust yourself out, and then that you just gonna be you ain't gonna be no good to your to your clients if you don't have that time to rejuvenate. And that's <clears throat> one thing I haven't been able to do is to recharge my batteries at all. It's literally been on, on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. And now I'm at that point where I'm starting to see that guess what? If I don't change something, guess what? It's gonna be bad. See, we should both do that. We should both book a trip either this year, if not beginning of next year, like a solo vacation. I've been inspired by one of my friends. <laughs> oh, for sure. All right. So this is going to be my biggest question. Um, and I feel like we've answered it a lot throughout this conversation, but like the biggest message that we take from it all. Okay. Going into your next relationship, whenever that may be, we don't know what the stars have aligned for us, but what is one of the biggest practices you will keep in mind to ensure that the next one doesn't end like the rest? Um, <clears throat> communication is definitely having to be key. I would definitely adapt into my next relationship. Honesty hour, literally, like I need, we need to have that. It's a must. Honesty it, it hour is a, is a must. It is a it's like thing. stop, drop, and roll. Nobody sure. gets mad. You can't uh -huh. get mad. I just want to tell you real quick because this is how you're making me. Feel. I feel like it is. It's that's. One thing that lacks in a lot of relationships is that being a hundred percent. Even when you say like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm a hundred percent with mine," are you really a hundred percent with yours? Because like honestly, like if you get to that point where you really want to be with that person, you should be able to let them like, guess what? I love you, but motherfucker, you get on my nerves like a, you know what I'm saying? I should be able yeah. to let you know that you was really irking my shit. I love you to death, but you really irking my shit, and you can just hear, receive hear, receive that you irking my shit. And go from there. Right. We need to take a little pause. We need right. to take a break. Mm -hmm. You go in there. I'll go in here because yep. you're getting on my nerves. And hopefully they understand why they're getting on their nerves. And then, too, it's just like, I feel, okay, in relationships where, you know, the dude is stepping out and he messing with another man. I honestly feel like that's a conversation that needs to be had with your partner. Because I don't feel like the, I'm not even going to say that the man is not in love with her or want to be with her. But I feel that if you, I feel like you owe her, if you really love her, you owe her to tell her, like, look here, I really been thinking about fucking with a dude. I just want to be upfront and honest with you. And that's where it's disrespectful when it's a secret and you hit it and you're because you may end up, you places. may end up finding out that guess what? She may respect you more. Because you let her know that, okay, because <clears throat> I don't feel that a man loves a person any less just because they end up doing something else with somebody else. I truly don't believe that. I don't either. Because I don't feel that love just go away like that. I don't, that's just not how it works. If but it I do real. feel, if it, exactly, if, it was, if it's real love. But if you were to be upfront with that person and let them know like this. Love doesn't tie your sex life down. If you know, this is where I'm at in my life. Honestly, it will show you that if that person really loves you because they're going to accept you for who you are, Either right? Either they're going to re respect it and accept it or they're going to reject it. And So why not just let it be known what like it is? Bullet. Because at the end of the day, it's going it's to, it's to me, I feel like it's going to save so much heartache because then it's going to let that person be able to... Honesty hour. It's going to be able to let that person... You know, make that decision for themselves. Like, should I continue to invest in this situation? Because this, he already let me know that one day he gonna want to mess with a man. Am I okay with him messing with a man? Does that devalue him? Where do to we be? go from here? Does that make him less of a man because he want to mess with a man? No, like it doesn't at all. But the fact that I feel a real man is gonna let you know what's going on and how he feels. Is that something that you're willing to accept? Period. Because I know, know some, I know some on. individuals, and guess what? If y'all hear me on this podcast, hear what it is that I'm saying to you. Be completely honest to your female and let them know what it is that's going on. Because you may just be surprised. She may just be able to fulfill says fantasy or situation that I you know. are wanting and mm -hmm. be okay with it. I know plenty of couples where they are okay with the little on the side stuff with a different, uh, the opposite sex. Period. There are couples that make a work. There are couples that, you know, you just need to have that conversation so everybody's on the same page and yep. it's going to work or not. Like, don't fucking stick around and sneak around to keep shit convenient. And then it's also, like and don't make it be a double standard because that's what if she were to let you in and let you know that she want to do something on her end, you have to accept that for what it is. And that's why people are single. Just and, saying. Or getting cheated on. Yep. <laughs> so, please, 
hear that. Like, ooh, I feel so good about what I just said. Like, get me a little goose pimples. I just period. think honesty hour. And so if, if you guys don't know what honesty hour is for us, it's like, I, we need to, I, I'm saying honesty hour. When I say honesty hour to you, that means you need to put all reserves aside. You need to put your wall down. I'm going to express how I feel to you about something and you can't get mad about it. You have to receive it. We both just, I just say that and you have to accept it. If you don't like it, that's fine. If you need your space, that's fine. Or you can go and say, I understand how I made you feel that way. And you start to have the conversation. But honesty hour has been a practice that I've been doing for the last three years. And it's been effective in a relationship and a friendship. It's been effective in so many different ways. And it's a very healthy practice. And the thing to me for when you hear the word honesty hour, it creates to me, it creates, it's like, as soon as you a, say it, it's supposed to create a safe space. <clears throat> as soon as you say honesty hour, for you hour, to be like, able to be, yes, like you, uh, when you say honesty hour, like it's supposed to be like, I'm in a safe space. I can be able to say what I'm about to say with no judgment. And it is what it is. And I think that's why people are single or in toxic relationships because they don't want to have honesty hour and they don't want to receive what the person is saying. Everybody's always listening to react instead of listening to hear. You know, if you're the type of person that I'm telling you how I feel and you're thinking about what you're about to say next, you're not listening to me. You're thinking about how you're going to react. And I feel like that's why I'm single now is because I've been in those situations so many times where I have a conversation with somebody and they're not hearing me. They're thinking about how they're going to clap back. And that's just not healthy or toxic. It's just toxic to me. And then sometimes, too, the reason why people end up clapping back is because of the fact that what it is the person is saying is triggering to them because they are hitting something that is true. And that's, I mean, that's very revealing in itself. Like, you're exposing yourself. Like, okay, I struck a nerve. And I'm very, I'm a good reader of people. So when I do that, I'm like, oh, guilty. Mm -hmm. Lace them shoes up. Yep. Because they fit real good. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it's a shoe fucking fit bitch wear it and I have definitely wore it period I think it's that 37th hour don't you I do I, lo- I love that conversation actually No, I really this was a really good episode. I learned a lot so have I and I hope that you guys have had an amazing time with us this evening I want to say thank you for listening to Conversations with Exes Team Millie and Plain Shane like, share, and follow. We can't be friends on your social media platforms and all podcast platforms. Have a good night. That's a wrap. Peace.